This is the Used Car Dealer Podcast. Zach here today, and we have an awesome guest on the podcast today, someone I have been waiting for, Justin Davis, who is an entrepreneur and the founder CEO of Backlot Cars, which was founded in 2015 and acquired last year by Car Global, which is a publicly traded company. Justin, thanks so much for joining the podcast today. Yeah, happy to be here. Good to finally meet you. So let's get started. And for those listening to the podcast, talk about how you got into the car business and the experiences that led you to found Backlot Cars. Awesome. So I grew up in and around the car business. My uh, father owned a number of franchise dealerships in the Atlanta area. Um, so I was the you know little kid on the car lot hustling car, uh, the, the sales guys for candy money. Um, and then in the early 2000s, he sold all those points and went back to his roots of wholesaling cars. And so then I was exposed at a very early age to the auction lanes. And so I was then the fat kid at the auction eating all the donuts. Um, when I graduated from uh, university in 2008, I got on with an auction. I spent about five years right out of school just learning total auction operations um, from top to bottom, um, just really understanding how the auto auction industry worked. Uh, from there, you know, I sort of thought there could be another way to do business, maybe a little bit different that involves some technology. And so I jumped off and started Backlot Cars uh, back in 2014 uh, to sort of create a better way to wholesale. So how impactful was coming out to the Bay Area and participating in the 500 startups program for your company's growth? How did that change things? Uh, so yeah, that was a real inflection point in our business. So we started Backlog Cars in 2014. We were are headquartered here in Kansas City. Um, and Kansas City is not really known as this big tech hub. And so back when we were starting Backlog Cars, it was actually really, really difficult to get connected with other entrepreneurs who were looking to make a big splash in a big industry. And so at the end of the year, I knew I needed extra help, right? I had this uh, you know, really, really deep industry knowledge. Me, me and my co-founder, Josh, you know, knew the industry back and forth. But what we had never done is started a tech company. Uh, and so what we did is what any entrepreneur would do is sort of reached out and, and seeked help. And so we applied for 500 startups, um, which is an early stage investor and an accelerator in the Bay Area. And, and we applied and, you know, it was a, like a Hail Mary because, um things weren't really easy to start out and, and we ended up getting in. And so uh, as we moved out, we took that opportunity to really listen and learn from the people who had been there and done that before. And so it was, it was huge, right? So we learned number one, how to pitch the business, how, how to storytell, talk to investors. You know, we learned more about product and creating software that people really, really loved. Um, and so I think it was the, the sort of the first pivotal moment for us to, you know, have a really, really great company um, because, you know, ideas are really easy to come up with, but then it's all about the execution and continuing to listen and, and execute against that sort of mission and vision. And so I think it was, it was really, really instrumental in our growth. And were there any pivots or big changes from the idea that you started with into what Backlot kind of developed into? Yeah. So our first business was actually a subscription-based marketplace. And so we just said, hey, let's provide a platform for dealers to sort of connect and transact direct. You know, We're not going to charge a transaction fee. We would do a subscription model. And so they would have access to this platform. Well, we quickly found out that you know, 
maybe that's not what the market wanted. And so we, 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 we then pivoted our monetization strategy and created some extra layers to make the transaction more seamless, right? We knew, hey, maybe the dealers needed more trust and transparency on the platform. And so what we did was we said, hey, let's just inspect every car. And, you know, it can't just be a visual inspection, right? You know, by our name, Backlot Cars, we're dealing in lower end inventory, you know, your sub $7,000 mm-hmm. inventory. Most of the car's value is actually in the engine. And so we said, well, what if we did a mechanical inspection on the vehicle to provide even more transparency? And so we sort of bolted that on. We then sort of realized, hey, you know, if guys are going to buy these cars, you know, if they're going to buy them outside of just a small local region like Kansas City to Kansas City, well, we need to help on the logistics, right? You know, getting the car from point A to point B. And so then we bolted on our our, our logistics platform transport. Um, you know, then we sort of started realizing, hey, um, you know, dealers, the two biggest problems they have is access to inventory and access to capital in the right inventory. And so we said, well, hey, well, what if we could provide capital for them to buy more on background cars? And so we came up with our own inventory finance platform called Float to sort of fuel more, more, more purchases through the platform. And so it was a very, very, maybe not a hard pivot, but it was mm-hmm. an evolution of the platform as we started to understand what the needs were of our customers. Um, you know, and so it's very, very different from just the, you know, the subscription marketplace we started to a very, very heavy transactional market uh, marketplace and, you know, really driven by all of the services that we provide to, to, to sort of support our mission of making wholesale easy uh, so our dealers can be more successful. So how does the backlot platform differentiate from other wholesale competitors? Yeah, so... When we started Backlot Cars, we knew we had to sort of think about it from a different angle, right? There was a lot of people creating that next best version of an auto auction. And so we knew, hey, how could we think about this differently? And what, from what other angle could we sort of study and attack the market? And, and one thing that had never really t- taken place was creating this marketplace feel, a 24-7 marketplace where dealers could come and with a high degree of success, come and transact on their own terms, right? They weren't time boxed in to logging on at this specific time or this specific window at random times throughout the day. They could just come and consume just like they would on any other marketplace. But again, the key was, right, deliver as much success as that what they would experience in the real world. And so we attacked it uh, from that angle, right? So we created a bid-ask marketplace where dealers can come 24-7 um, and, and transact. The other angle that we attacked is, we knew the inspections was a core unlock, right? And it wasn't just, again, the visual inspection. It was soup to nuts. What was going on mechanically with its car? Um, and so, again, going that extra step and having mechanically inclined inspectors go out and touch and feel the vehicles, not just a, a salesperson. Um, you know, you wanted to differentiate from a couple different angles. Um, I also think another angle was, you know, we built our logistics platform from the ground up with the marketplace. And so, um, you know, making it sort of a seamless transaction was extremely important. And so again, everything's integrated into the platform to where, you know, it was just if you were on amazon.com going and clicking and buying, we knew, knew we had to make it easy. And so we attacked it from that angle versus just looking at what existed in the market and then re- uh, creating the next best version of that. So 2020, it was a roller coaster of the year for dealers. Talk to me about what you observed from your lens at Backlot Cars and the way dealers shifted to wholesale 100% online. 
Yeah. So 2020, I mean, it was a scary year for every entrepreneur, right? And that's what mm -hmm. a small used car dealer is, right? We're all entrepreneurs. And I remember, you know, almost a year ago, right today, you know, standing in front of my team and I said, hey, whatever happens out there doesn't really matter. But the one thing that does matter, you know, for backlog cars, right, is this mission, our mission statement for our dealers, right? It's to make wholesale easy so dealers can be more successful. And so no matter what else happens, no, our dealers need help right now. They need help more than ever, right? They're needing to provide. There's so much risk. And so lead with our mission and support our dealers. Do what's right by our dealers and provide them a solution to sort of transact online. Um, and, and, you know, we did just that. We stayed focused on our dealers. We were very, very proactive. We weren't looking to sort of jam cars down uh, and sell cars, right? We were just actually looking to be helpful. And so by doing that, you know, people, as things were starting to open back up and as they were looking to transact, look to back out cars because we were there sort of in that time of need to be able to help them. But I will say, look, dealers have been using backlog cars for the past five years. You know, was COVID an accelerant? Definitely. Did this give them an opportunity to buy other cars out of state? Definitely. But it was the same value prop that they've continued to see. Um, you know, but what ended up happening is everyone else sort of had to stop doing business in person. And so that allowed the all online businesses to sort of uh, flourish and grow even faster during during the pandemic. So post 2021, do you see in-person wholesale coming back for dealers? What are your thoughts on the in-person component? Look, I think that was a big driver for our deal with Car Global. You know, Odessa is a mm -hmm. great marketplace brand. And, and similar to Backlot Cars, right? Odessa during the pandemic made a very, very hard pivot and, and made uh made it made a strategic decision to operate 100 percent online. But of course, right, there is still an offline component, right? Because the vehicles live offline. The inspections live offline. The transportation lives offline. We felt the winning formula was an offline, online component because so much of this business is offline. And, you know, if the dealer wants to go and touch and feel the vehicles, you know, if those vehicles are housed at an Odessa auction, then they should be able to do it. But the reach that you get by operating the the, the marketplace or the, the auction 100% online is so much greater, right? You have all of the data that's inflowing. Uh, you, you have all of this, um, you know, more synergy on the marketplace and the flexibility that all the dealers want. Um, and so I believe this combination between online, offline is actually the winning formula uh, on a go forward basis. And again, what we need to continue to invest dollars in and to, to, to continue to win. So what advice do you have for independent dealers when it comes to getting started working with an online wholesale company like Backlot? Like, how do they get started? What are some considerations? Yeah, so I think, number one, go to backlotcars.com and request an invite. I think the other thing to keep in mind too, you know, since we just didn't create the next mm -hmm. version of, you know, what was existing in, in the space is you know, take the opportunity, right, to learn the platform and, and work with, uh, you know, work with the sales team member at the given 
platform, right? At Backlog Cars, we actually take this very, very seriously. We, we ask our new dealers to schedule a time so we can onboard. And we have an account manager that's with them to sort of teach them the ropes, teach them the ways to be most successful. Because again, you know, we know investing in this relationship early on will help them be more successful. And so I think that's extremely important, right? You know, you know, going in and understanding how to be more successful on that platform, you know, seek to understand. And again, we've uh, set up our platform to enable dealers to be the most successful. So two auto trends, and these have taken Mindshare last year, and I wanted to get your thoughts on them. Online dealers like Carvana and Broom and subscription services for automotive. What are your thoughts on these two trends? Yeah, I think they're awesome. I mean, I think giving people flexibility and convenience, right? I mean, that's what consumers, humans want. Um, I mean, that's why we created Backlot Cars, right? You know, why be, you know, only transact at one single place every single week, right? Like we should be having the flexibility to do business when we want, when we want and how we want. Uh, and so I think any of these businesses that make car buying more flexible or more, you know, convenient, you know, for all parties actually is, is, a, is a win. Um, and so I think I'm interested to see what, how, how these platforms evolve um, and how people are continuing to sort of help, you know, maybe the dealers be more successful uh, in giving them tools to being more successful. Again, that's a big uh, philosophy of backlog cars, right? As more pressure comes on the dealer from the retail end, um, it, you know, how do we help them be more successful to sort of make more for their bottom line? Because again, we're all entrepreneurs. We're all in this together. Um, and I'm really geared to helping the dealers be as successful as possible. So what are Car Global's predictions for 2021 and what's coming down the pipeline? I think more digital. Um, I mean, you, you, you know, I, I think the actions speak louder than words. I mean, the fact that, um, you know, Car has made huge investments in digital speaks volumes. I mean, I think Odessa, Backlot Cars, um, you know, these are the leading marketplace brands we're going to continue to invest in and, and provide great platforms for all of our customers to be successful. And so, again, um, you know, we, we, we see what the, the market's saying and we see what our customers are saying and, and we're delivering great products and great service uh, to sort of create that end to end solution to help people be more successful, help our customers be more successful. So what has Backlot Cars integration into Car Global been like from a process standpoint? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, and you know, as we were acquired by Car Car Global, I mean, I think the transition and the migration, um, you know, we took about 30 days and and got everything really done in in about a two-week time frame. And in all of our dealers, uh, really, really positive feedback from all the changes. And I think we're still really early days of tapping into the fullest potential, right? Uh, Car Global uh, uh, has so many great iconic brands that serve this space. And so, you know, we're just the newest, you know, logo on the board. And, and so just finding ways to continue to work with other, the, the other companies that serve the dealer community is going to be huge. And so uh, it's been really, really great so far, excited uh, for the future. And, you know, what things we can continue to do to, again, you know, just help our customers be more successful. So what is Backlot Cars doing that uniquely helps independent dealers? So any dealer can log on to Backlot Cars and access 
fresh trades from two car stars that are mechanically inspected anywhere in the United States. So I'm in Kansas City. I can look at the lower 48 and buy cars with the click of a button. That access uh, to the to the prime inventory um, is what we provide, and we stand behind what we say we're we're, we're delivering. Uh, you know, and and many other companies don't do that. Uh, so again, that access and and returning that time back to the dealer, because again, buying cars on the wholesale market is just one component of their job. As an independent dealer that I wear multiple hats, I have to do everything or or nearly everything at a dealership. And so if we can make them really, really great at ac- acquiring the right inventory, um, then it's great. It's a huge win that allows them to sort of invest time back into their dealership or even their family, things that are maybe more important uh, than and then just the business. So lastly, and I love that analogy you had earlier, where an independent dealer is like an entrepreneur, and they've just gone through 2020, one of the worst pandemics ever. What advice do you have for them as they start to kick off 2021, get into the summer months, you have the inventory crisis? What, what's your advice for them? Yeah, I mean, I think remember the learnings of COVID. Um, you know, I, that's what I have told my team is, you know, we've come out of an extremely, extremely difficult time. We're still in an extremely difficult time. And all of these learnings, as any entrepreneur, you know, don't change because things are opening back up, right? Stay disciplined, continue to stay focused. And so the things that these dealers did to sort of survive in advance and continue to grow in a middle of a pandemic, continue to have that sort of same, sort of same same philosophy and same curiosity, right? If there's new technology that can help you be even better, you know, take it, take an opportunity to try it out. I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Um, you're going to learn, and your business is going to continue to be better. And so, again, that 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 same sort of philosophy, um, you know, just continuing to to keep an eye on what's happening today and on the future. Well said, Justin. And it's been a pleasure having you today on the Used Car Dealer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Zach.